I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So Crash Override in the Circle of Trust is a bad guy. <laughs> because this is what he wrote a second ago. <laughs> You may not be retired, Trav, but your rationale for falling down as an adult sounds a lot like a life alert commercial. <laughs> I mean, yeah. When, look, there comes a point where getting down to the ground and getting up off of the ground, when you're 8, not a problem. When you're 18, not a huge problem. When you're 28, just be a little careful getting on the ground. And then by the time you're 40, it's like you you avoid the ground at all costs. It's a very delicate procedure to get down there. And it's going to take a couple of deep breaths, a couple of setting your feet to get back up. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's going to happen to all of you out there eventually. Just may, might have gotten to me a little little earlier than the rest of you. There's some pretty funny tweets. Right? Eddie Carrillo put out a tweet of you with your MacBook. This is you. <laughs> I think just yeah, a guy. I, I didn't. Just a guy throwing haymakers at the camera. Hands. What are you going to say? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Million Dollar Mondays are back <laughs> on 710. Thanks to Hollywood Park Casino. Listen all day, every day, Monday for your chance to win. That's today, Monday. All you have to do is give us your Super Bowl prediction, both teams' final score, and you could be winning a million bucks. And just for playing, you'll get tickets to a game at SoFi Stadium coming up on December 3rd. Million Dollar Mondays on 710 ESPN, presented by Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, play. So I'm pretty sure – I did not hear the entirety of Lincoln Riley's press conference after the uh, Ducks beat them on Saturday night, but I don't think he said that they're only two plays away from being undefeated in conference anymore. I don't think that that's, uh, that's what he has. Is it three now? Now it's three. Oh, okay. Now yeah. it's three. Um, it's over, right? Like we went from, hey, maybe back-to-back Heismans. Hey, maybe a shot in the Final Four. Hey, maybe they got one loss. All right, they can they can still control their own destiny. To they basically got two games left: UCLA this upcoming Saturday, and then whatever bowl game yeah. they end up in. Um, and there is a world that exists that you don't have to squint too hard to see where they finish the year seven and seven. So I I don't think I think the setup that you had. For me, I did not think that. And I don't think you did either because we watched enough SC football games to think that this ain't real deal. That when they actually face some real competition, um, they're 2-7 and seven against ranked teams under Lincoln Riley. I think we saw enough games, even though they were winning those close games, we both knew go face some real competition. You're not going to win these games. And so, those two wins were last year, by the way, the, against ranked teams. Were that's against, right, were last UCLA year. and Notre Dame. And Notre Dame and UCLA that were ranked in the teens and the 20s. Mm-hmm. It's, these are not teams that were ranked in the top 10 or top 5. This weekend, was they were technically, mathematically eliminated from the Pac-12, but nobody believed that over these last couple of weeks because they told us. You just watch them play. It, it's kind of interesting the way you set it up because they have become more and more irrelevant as the weeks have gone on because you just didn't feel like there was a path for them to get there based on their play. Alex Grinch gets fired, and there was at least a theory of the dead coach bounce, right? They'd be like, look at what the Raiders did. You fire your coach, same players, but instantly you get a little spark, you bounce back. Raiders have won two in a row since firing Josh McDaniels. This wasn't exactly that because it's a coordinator, but I did think that there was a possibility that it would be better. And you could even argue that it was. They gave up points in the 30s as opposed to in the 50s like they'd been doing. But the first two it, it passing didn't help you plays playing of the Oregon game. In the, in no, the first no game. for yeah. sure. But the first two passing plays of the game were a 77-yard touchdown pass and an 84-yard touchdown pass. Two passing plays into the game. Bo Nix was two for two with two touchdowns and 161 yards. This, Alex Grinch is not a good defensive coordinator. I think we can say that with some certainty. This is just as much of a personnel as it is a schematic issue. USC's slow. I know they were really thin in the secondary. I know that they were missing a lot of their defensive players. But it's been a really long time since it was so stark mm. that the other team just has better players across the board. Other than quarterback, Oregon had a better player at virtually every position. 
It's not supposed to be like that when you have SC. If Alabama's got a better guy than you at every position or, or Georgia or Ohio State, I would still argue that USC shouldn't be 0 for 22 in these things. But Oregon, a better guy at virtually every spot, that is incredibly alarming considering what they're about to walk into next season because Oregon's coming. Washington's better. UCLA's kind of similar. We'll get to them in a second. But you got Ohio State. You got Penn State. You got Michigan. You've got all of these other heavy hitters in the Big Ten that just flat out have better players than SC right now. Where, where do they – they're slow. Where do they go from here? Like, how, how do you – how does SC start putting themselves back in the conversation? And listen, I, I will give them this. The Utah game was a close game. The Washington game was a close game. So I don't think they're miles away, but they're, hey, that's where the big boys are playing right now, and we're not there. And then when you do get into next season, where it is Michigan and Ohio State and even Penn State, there's a lot of really good programs there in the Big Ten. How does it get fixed? Because you I get better players. Because I, I think in two years, Trav, and, and if the idea and the concept is you just got to get good players, in two years, that really bright light has dimmed a little bit that the way you look at USC today is different than when Lincoln Riley first got here and then even last year overachieved they they got to they get to a Pac-12 championship and maybe if Caleb Williams is healthy who knows maybe they win the Pac-12 championship but this season was supposed to be your building off of next year but they went the other way you just said it a minute two minutes ago they could go seven and seven they could I don't think it's going to happen, but it, they could. We'll see how they fight, right? Because this, you lose to UCLA, and then you decide guys like Caleb Williams. These guys don't want to play in the bowl Caleb game. Caleb sure. Williams is not. Even if they win, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to go play in a bowl game where USC's eight and six against another yeah. team that's probably eight and six or, like or thereabouts. Purdue, right? Like it's gonna it's gonna be a game in in that kind of caliber. I, I think I keep coming back to this. The reason that I don't know if it tricked, duped, or just kind of blind because I wanted it to happen, where Caleb Williams covered up so many problems with this team. Because to your point, they kept winning. Even last year, they would win these games against some of these teams that they, these flaws were evident. But it was, yeah, but we got this guy, and he, and he really is special. Like watching him against Oregon, he made a couple of mistakes because everybody makes a couple of mistakes. But the only reason these games aren't sixty-five to ten is because you have number thirteen on your team, and even that's la- it. And even last year, they were winning games, and their defense got a lot of turnovers, and that's all luck. If anybody can tell you that, it's a lot of luck getting There's turnovers. There's a lot of randomness. Okay. And sure. so the defense might have looked even slightly better on paper. Whatever we knew, we'd criticize them last year, but it. If the luck was better this year, maybe the, it would be different. They, You said you don't think he would play in a bowl game, right? I don't think so. I would highly doubt that. Hypothetically, what if it's the Pop-Tarts Bowl? <laughs> where is that place? You don't think he's playing where in that? Where is it? Well, tell me where it is. Tell me what the swag bag looks like, and we can make a decision. It's in Orlando, Florida. No, it's a long flight. You got to, you know, it's a lot okay, going on Okay, let me right get there. something a little bit closer. Yeah, some, something Texas or closer. He's not going to play in the guaranteed rate bowl at in Phoenix, Arizona? I think that's unlikely. It's in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. How easy of a trip that is. Yeah, I don't think. The famous Idaho potato nah, bowl? Nah, Boise could be cold. I don't need to do that. Guaranteed rate's the best one you've come up with so far, but playing against, I don't know, who would they play? Somebody I just need more ridiculous awful? names. Oh, they're that's all what I ridiculous. Need. Other than Where's Rose the Cheez-It bowl? bowl? Isn't there a Cheez-It bowl is. or something like I think like that's that. in the Bahamas. I want to say he might go to that. That like that's the one you could probably get him to, right? Like, hey, you want to go to the bond? Although Caleb Williams is a he's a rich guy. He's he's got his NIL money. He can do what he wants. He's gone. So that's the SC they portion comp the of the hotel. It. They're done until next season, and they got a whole bunch of questions. Because to your point, how do you fix it? You have to find the the the, the athletes. Those Oregon guys were running past your guys. You hmm. couldn't. You weren't fast enough. Washington's guys are you need to get those big strong fast guys Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State they're going to have better players than you you might always be able to find the quarterback the one thing that Riley's been able to do is find the quarterback Murray Mayfield Hurts Williams he's really good at that yeah 
but he also never finds the right defensive guys or the right person to go find the right defensive guys. There's a big thing over the weekend about the SC's problem isn't scheme. It's You don't have the right players. Oregon is killing themselves to identify the right players. Alabama, Georgia, Texas, they're killing themselves to find the right guys, and SC keeps doing the same thing over and over again. That's the part that so needs to get fixed. Is it an SC culture problem? They go it for could the, be. They go for the wrong guys. They go for maybe the, spl- the splashy guys. They go for the guys that fit the L.A mindset or whatever but they don't get the guys that are the best football players for building a program long term they make it the guys that go to the nfl a couple splashy nfl positions but not the big deep offensive linemen defensive linemen i don't want to try to be overly dramatic but it seems like a very critical offseason for lincoln riley it's funny to think about it it, like that it seems like if they come let's just use next year as an example they have another five loss season which no, you're right. That's you're, you're, not out of the order. You know who they have open their schedule with next year? Who's that? LSU. Oh, that's good. Okay, so they've got LSU. These are just who I know they play: LSU, Notre Dame, UCLA. Because they all and and they open at Michigan. There's four games right there. Four games that you know that you're going to have UCLA. You'll probably be favored against because UCLA. But the rest of it, okay, UCLA or LSU at Michigan. You said. Mm-hmm. They have a home game against Penn State. There you go. They have they're at Washington. Sure. At UCLA, Notre Dame. That's okay. not me counting Wisconsin at Minnesota. With the way they play, those aren't locks nope. either. Nope. So and I'm not I'm not telling you they're gonna have seven losses, but doesn't it seem like an a, a very interesting offseason for Lincoln Riley, who comes to USC, who I don't want to say promises the world, but he's got, listen, he's got a history and a resume that says, I'm going to change this thing around. I'm going to make it happen when I come here. And if the trajectory for USC since he got here is get to the Pac-12 championship, and then from there over three years it's going this way. With that quarterback. With that quarterback. Now, now I I guess the the saving grace is, you can trust that he'll find another one because he always finds one. Right? Yeah. So that's that's fair. But he was special, special. And you're right. That, 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 they all were college players. I'm, t- I'm not talking about any of their NFL because uh, Hertz is the only one that's been a good pro. But Mayfield was amazing in college. Murray was amazing in college. Williams is they, they're terrific. They were Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. Let me, I want to ask you guys this. I know this isn't going to happen. I know this is like not even a hypothetical. It's almost kind of ridiculous to ask, but. With what we're talking about, with knowing the talent pool at Washington and Oregon and the rest of the Pac-12, knowing what it is in the rest of the Big Ten, if SC could just snap their fingers and undo this Big Ten thing, you think they would? Like, just say, "Hey, listen, this is let, let's 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 so not stay do this. stay in the Pac-12, and you still have twelve squads, twelve teams that are going. Everything stays the way it is this year. The 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 whole Pac-12 because SC is the 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 leader in this, yep. right? If right. they if they said we're out, everyone else would. They follow set the suit. dominoes off, right? So I think if we're just talking from a competitive aspect of yeah, it, I, think I would, would say no. All if it's of it. by no, money, I, I, all I think, I think they, they are not getting anything. Pull it all. So just the money is like, yeah, we're going to. I think the money, if you're if you're anyway. in charge of an athletic department, it overrides everything, and I right. think that they won't regret that. If they stayed, I guess let's let's make things even. Let's say it was the Pac-12 still, SC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington, all, Utah, everybody's in. And the money, let's just say that now it's finally figured out, you're not going anywhere, all this stuff. And a TV deal comes aboard or was a TV deal slash Apple. They both teamed up together. And the money is actually comparable. You, you don't have to worry about the other, the the SEC and the everybody else just cleaning house with how much money they're getting. Why wouldn't you just... Why wouldn't you stay in the Pac-12? If it if if no, you can still be, the same, they never would have come up in the first place. But if you could still be in a similar world and you got twelve, you got twelve playoff spots. I think they would stay. This is a bad because Oregon will go in and compete in football. Washington will go in and compete in football. They, they it seems like they got the right coaches and they got the right players. Right, it, it really works well for them. Oregon beat Ohio State like two years ago. O- o- Oregon's a good team, and and Washington with Kalen DeBoer looks like a pretty darn good team along the way. But UCLA will not compete in, in football because they don't compete in the Pac-12 as it is. But they'll compete in basketball. They're going to walk right into that league and they're going to be fine. They they they're not going to win it every year, but they're going to. Where is SC's path? What are they going to be good at? You know, Oregon will be good at football. Maybe basketball, maybe not. Washington will be good at football. UCLA will be good at basketball. 
Where's the path for USC? What are the, other than everybody's getting paid? Every other sport. I think every which they will, but I think SC. I think everybody from the athletic director to the president saying figure it, figure it the hell out, because it's not even if they're good at other sports. This is the one that it's you don't have an excuse in this one. The money dries up like this if you're not good at football at USC. They don't care what the baseball and the tennis and the golf and the swimming does. They don't care. It's it's a football school. Seven and seven. Every full school is a football school. As far as money, but SC is on a a totally different thing. Nothing it's it's like Notre Dame, right? They have other things, but Notre Dame plays football. Michigan plays football. They have other things, but that's Ohio State. They're in that group. They might go a very long time before they're relevant again if they can't get some of this the personnel issues fixed along the way let's try a quick phone call here let's go to randy in riverside randy you're on with travis lee what's up bud hey guys how you guys doing good man all right so uh here's the issue with usc it's kind of twofold they've got a horrible defense and they had a horrible defensive coordinator so they can't recruit on defense they don't get the five star the high four star guys because no one's going to come play for or would come play for that coach. So that's the problem with how they can't get the defense back. The other problem is they're not really a player in the NIL market. So when they do have a kid that's interested, five-star, they'll go to uh, Texas A&M or Miami or somewhere else where they're going to get a lot of cash to come to, to play right away. So uh, that's really kind of the problem with them. Now, if they can get a solid defensive coordinator, and then it's still kind of a wait and see. You have to wait and see whether Randy, they actually Randy, that's, have that's, a defense. That's the biggest issue, and I appreciate you calling in. What he just said right there about, well, they can't get these defensive players because they didn't have a good defensive coordinator. Who kept that dude at the defensive coordinator? <laughs> that's the problem. It's well, like it's it's not that much different than saying, um, you know, when we bitch and complain about something. It's not the best comp, but when we bitch and complain about the Angels, it's like, yeah, well, you, they just need to get the right manager. No, no it right. doesn't matter because right. Artie Moreno is the owner of the team. Lincoln Riley, technically in this structure, can make the decisions. If you got other defensive players going somewhere else, why are you holding on to a dude for as long as you did that clearly wasn't the right Huge guy? Huge mistake. you got to go hire a named defensive guy that that high school football players know. Right, the, the the number one defense in America. Hey, I put this together at Georgia or Ohio State or Michigan. I'm bringing him here. You're going to pay him accordingly. You sell vision. We got the right guy running this. I'm going to let him do it. He's done it here, here, and here. We got it. You got to pay these guys. You have to pay them. What Randy was just talking about that Miami and all of the, Alabama, Texas A&M. They're they're spending so much money in the NIL market. You have to be competitive there. If not, and and not competitive. You have to be better. Mm-hmm. Whatever Alabama will give you that one point five times, right? We, we, that's the only way you're going to get these guys because to sell the vision of it is a little more challenging to sell just the the dollars and cents of it. M's College Football Corner Part D coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, y'all. We just talked a little bit about Texas A&M last segment because even though they won 51 to 10 over Mississippi State, the Aggies ended up firing Jimbo Fisher and giving him his massive buyout at $76.8 million. <laughs> what? And so let me just paint a picture for you guys. Oh what gosh. you could buy was $76.8 million. Okay. ESPN was kind enough to put out an article. Oh, about it. I like this right? game. So, I grocery shopping uh, at Irwan every day. <laughs> you could. Every day. I, I also what say do you want? Irwan, it's Erewhon. 
I like uh, your pronunciation uh, better. I could want. Oh, you could. <laughs> I have buy. seventy-seven million. I call it whatever I want. <laughs> you buy it. Yeah. You could buy some of the greatest sports collectibles of all time. So there's a, they have a big list of some of the sports collectibles that you could get. George Brett's rookie card. Yes. Sure. <laughs> you could you could buy the Eddie house Jones jersey of the weekend. The singer, the rapper. You could buy his uh, house. Where is his house on the market? I where? Yeah, it's yeah. in L.A. Okay, in like Hills. no, but like, yeah. what's the square footage of it? I'm just like, what part of <laughs> L.A. Know. is it a place that I'd like to live? Like, I look, I'm you know, I'm for How playing many acres? Uh, Let's play it. How many acres? I, I I would make up things if I I don't have enough. And then a Van Gogh, you could buy a Van Gogh, uh, and you could buy a I do private like irises. Island. I like that. There only one of the irises is white. All yeah. the other ones are blue. Why is there one white one sleeve? What made him do that? <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know. not only was Jimbo Fisher fired, uh, but also Mississippi State's coach was fired. After, uh, uh, Zach Arnett after only eleven games. But I want to play a game with you guys real quick. So there were oh my God, uh, one, two, three, four. There are four current coaches that have won a national championship that are coaching right now. Mm. Okay? So we're going to go around the room and we can say who uh, has won a national championship that is currently coaching. Uh, Al, you start us off. All right, Saban. All right. Trav? Dabo. All right. Jorge? I have no idea. All right. All right, Alan? Yep, coach of Georgia. Kirby Smart is that guy. All right. Travis? (laughs) I was going to say Kirby Smart. There's only one more. So hold on, don't don't tell me. Is there one more? Uh, you said he said Kirby Smart ish. He yes. said Coach of Georgia, which I'm giving him credit for. We I definitely don't get credit <laughs> for that. We have I, you said four total. So there are four that are still out there that still, are. So we picked because Jimbo Fisher was one of them. Okay. Okay. So he, Jimbo's off the list. Jimbo's off the list. Um. I don't. I'm. I'm just. I'm it's thinking. One I'm, that you're not thinking I'm, about because he took some time off. Chip Kelly never won the national championship. He took some time off. Jim Harbaugh never won the national championship. Did Ryan Day is the one I keep going back and forth on. Steve Spurrier's not coaching yeah. anymore. Um, can I I'm guess? I'm going to say Ryan I, Day. Okay, what's your guess, Al? No, I, I'm going to guess. Was it when did LSU win its last? I'm trying to think who was the oh, coach. Ed Orgeron. Everything's on the line. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's what it was. So it's not Ryan Day. Ryan not, Day. Okay. The four coaches that are currently coaching since Jim Fisher just got fired was Nick Saban, yeah. Kirby Smart, mm-hmm. Dabo Swinney, and Mac Brown. Mac Brown. Mac yeah, Brown, who coaches for UNC right now. So anyway, the, so there's only one left because we got the first three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you. Yeah. I, okay. I misunderstood. How about spot? How about spot? <laughs> I thought you, when you said the because I said there's only one left. You're like, well, no, there's four. Oh, but, no, I, I yeah. thought I meant there's four total. I wouldn't have gotten Mac Brown anyway, but okay. <laughs> and then also, additionally, a- A&M's boosters at the halftime showed off how much money they had raised, and how much money they had raised was almost equivalent to the entire buyout of uh, Jimbo Fisher and what they would get for the buy-in from the next coach. Okay. So A&M's set. Look at his – this spot track shows what he's making moving forward. Fisher? Yeah. Within 60 days, they got to pay him – Nineteen point four million. Okay. Within one hundred and twenty days, they have to pay him seven point two seven million. Okay, so we're twenty eight million roughly, something like that. And then after that, seven point two seven million from twenty twenty five to twenty thirty one. Then we get to our seventy seven million. And again, one of the most My he'll be God. one of the highest coach, paid coaches next year. Oh, he won't be out out of work long. No. So, some somebody will snap him up. It it, it okay. What happens when he gets this. what? What happens when he? Is that money guaranteed, period? I believe that it is. And I think this is why he lasted as long as he did, because that number was, believe it or not, even more absurd last year or the year before, that they needed to wait till it got to an air quotes, manageable $77 million. So yeah. before he could, they could go in, in 2025 and start coaching somebody somewhere else, and he's still going to make the $7.27 million. I'm virtually certain that's true. That's a good life. That's that. That's okay, going to work out. I, I, maybe this is anti-competition, anti what? I don't know. Anti whatever. There's no greater dream of mine than someone saying, "Hey, you need to leave here, but here's enough money that you never have to leave your house ever again. Hmm. That if you want, go do whatever you want. Here's seventy-seven million. If you want to coach, great, go do it. But if you don't, you don't have to. I don't need to worry about putting kids through school, mortgage, like just." I couldn't go through seventy-seven million if you gave me ten lifetimes. I couldn't do it. 
and he gets to go do it. And how old's Jimbo Fisher? I'm gonna guess roughly sixty would be my guess, maybe a little below, a little above. But bye. He's fifty eight. Fifty eight. Oh my gosh. And someone could ask him if he's retired. <laughs> well, are you retired if you got fired into retirement, or are you just between jobs? I feel like that's between, between jobs. jobs. He can go to Thailand or whatever. What uh, what what Cliff Kingsbury? I would love to see his profile on LinkedIn and just like him messaging out to people looking for his next gig, his next job. So Bill Belichick will take him up probably. On a scale of one to ten, where are you guys all that I had art history knowledge? Not that surprised. <laughs> because honestly, you have a lot of random crap in it's your mind random, but that I'm not random. shocked any day. I like the random. I know. See, this is where, this is either where I'm an idiot or I'm really smart. I don't sure. know which one it is. I get one fact that I hold on to forever, so I can just drop it in like that. I know about one painting, that one. If you would have said anybody other than Van Gogh, I probably wouldn't have had anything to go into. But that that's what you said, I had a shot. Yeah. I just will never question you. Because there was a, the highest, the most uh, the most expensive art ever sold, I think, was like $450 yeah. million. It was A couple uh, years ago. So he, he can't even buy a piece of that. He's just exactly. Gotta, hey, he's got to get what some buddies bum. together. It <laughs> was kind of a weeks. black Sunday for college football. Dabo got it. The Boise State coach got it. The mm -hmm. Mississippi State coach got it. Alex Grinch got it. Uh, the coordinator um, at some somewhere else that won, Brady Hoke is it. retiring Hoke from San Diego State. The, yeah, that was one of those. You're quitting at the end of the year, right? Yeah. What do you mean? You're quitting at the end of the year, right? It's oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, yeah. The worst sporting event you've ever gone to in your life mm -hmm. was at San Diego State University at Snapdragon Stadium, led by Brady Hoke. Was it six nothing? Six to nothing. Six. Come on. Six to nothing. Wasn't on, that guys. wasn't that exciting? It was it actually it, as bad as six to nothing sounds, it was worse. Now, San Diego State, when I went to the basketball games on that was super fun. Yeah. That was a great day. Mm -hmm. Football, they should maybe they just do what the gauchos did and not play anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll play one more that. quick little uh last man standing. Yeah. Okay, this one I think you guys will get a little easier. All right. Mac Brown. You, there are seven undefeated FBS teams. In college football, still, can you name all seven? And I'm gonna grab a pen. All right. Okay. Uh, Travis, you start. Uh, Washington. Washington is correct. Uh, Al. Georgia. Correct. Jorge. Uh, Ohio State. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I was gonna say Ohio <laughs> University. They are not yeah. undefeated. <laughs> the Bobcats. All right, Trav. Uh, Florida State. Florida State. That is correct. Michigan. Michigan. That is correct. Jorge. Uh, Last two are going to be hard ones. Okay. We have I'll mentioned one almost every week. <laughs> I'll take the L. Okay, L. All right. JMU. I like your JMU, buddy. yes. James Dang. Madison. And there's one more left also in the state of Virginia. Do you know it? I don't know. I don't know it. Travis, I don't. I don't think by the rules of last man standing, I have to get it. But I, as I was the last one to get it right. Yes. Um, is it Eastern? Nope. Who is it? Oh, okay. It is not Eastern in the state. Okay. But yeah. Um. Well, it's not UVA. It's not Duke. It's not North Carolina. Um, it's in the state of Virginia. Is it? Oh, I'm thinking of Carolina. Oh, you're right. Ah, uh, well, not UVA. It's not Virginia Tech. Mm -mm. Um. It's not William Mary. I don't know. It's Liberty University. Tyson Bates. Oh no, he went to Shepherd College. Yeah. Li who went to? Somebody went to Liberty. I don't a know. Quarterback. <laughs> this is going to bother me the rest of the day. Now I got to move it up. Um, we got last. Or I should say last man standing. I'm losing my mind. No, we got the no, draft. Maybe I should retire. We got the draft coming up. <laughs> we, got the, we got something. Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. 
Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Hey guys. Hey, Em. Gotta tell you, it was really nice to uh, recover from Saturday, uh, Sunday in bed, watching Red Zone in my bed. It was really nice. <laughs> what time did you finally roll out? Uh, I had a kickball game at one thirty. So, I mean, I had like gotten up to do other things, but sure. I was mostly in my bed until 12. I just imagined yeah, you just good. like yeah. rolling out of bed putting her shoes on, going directly to kickball, coming back, <laughs> rolling right back in the bed. No, once I was in kickball, I was up and going because I had to go make Friendsgiving. Uh, I made Brussels sprouts, so I was kind of busy doing that stuff. Anyway. You really should have taken a swing at that black bean Wellington. <laughs> I'm sorry. I let you down there. <laughs> um, so Adam Driver uh, has been um, doing some press for his new movie, Ferrari, where he plays uh, the titular character who creates Ferrari. Mr. Um, Ferrari? Yeah, Mr. Ferrari, I would assume is his name. Uh, so Adam Driver was in a Q&A, and someone in the Q&A asked him a question, and then his response maybe isn't good for everybody, but I'm going to play the sound right now. It's a little hard to hear, but I'll explain it after. Uh, what do you think about crash scenes? Uh, that they looked pretty harsh, drastic, and I must say, cheesy for me. What do you think? Uh, so the guy says, uh, what do you think about the cheesy crash scenes? And Adam Driver says, well, F you. And so Adam Driver was justified in his response. Travis, Dr. Cap. Uh, Cap. Here's why. First of all, the, the F-bomb is aggressive, but it's the I don't know at the back end that really brings it home. Because it's like, what, what do you want me to say? I don't know. I did, you know listening to the cut because when you explained it to me this morning i'm like okay i think i but that's the first time i've heard it i think that the person asking the question is translating in their head right obviously italian i'm assuming is their first language and i don't know if he meant the question to be quite as harsh as it came out <laughs> they do the italians hate this movie okay and maybe. so he did intend all for right well what he then said. if he meant it like hey your movie sucks what do you make of that then yeah blank you is a perfectly fine response Al. Uh, I go cap. I think there's a way to kind of give your feelings. The F bomb, you can't get, there's only a couple other terms you can use that's worse than an F bomb. I think we all kind of have a few of them in there. Not many. But there isn't many. Yeah. There isn't many. That that sounds like there was a, a better way of approaching that. I, I go cap on that one. Jorge? I'm going to go cap. I mean, imagine all the people that say negative things about us on Twitter. Wouldn't you like feel good telling some I would of love, the same thing? I would exactly. love to. So, yeah, it's, it's cool. Like, I don't, he's I don't, fine. yeah, he's, he'll be all right. <laughs> Jorge hears my responses. Oh, uh, for sure. So, <laughs> I, I, I would guess, love to. I do have, you, have you Adam Drivered off mic a handful of times, is what we're getting at? <laughs> would love. Would love. I'd be, yeah. good, I'd be good to be able to voice note on X or on yeah. Twitter. So when you respond back, it's just you yeah, saying, just F you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, so in the same kind of vein, so last week a BYU player was getting heckled <laughs> on the sidelines uh, during a basketball play game. This is not a basketball player. And obviously we know BYU, they are mostly Mormons, and so they do not curse. But this is what he said instead to the people uh, watching him. Shut the F up! So, <laughs> What's going on right now? <laughs> people are angry, man. Uh, so curse-adjacent words are as bad as curse words. So if you're going to say, shut the F up, you might as well say the real one. <laughs> Alan, factor cap. So cap as in they're not as bad. but Cap I, would be, the yeah, they're not as bad. Then cap, but if you're going to go that far, you might as well just do it. We all know the interpretation. We all know what you're trying to say, but it's not as bad because if I tell you to shut the F up, it's a little different. Ask the FCC if I use the other one. Yeah, so <laughs> it is different. So I, but I, I go cap on. I that. feel like it was different twenty years ago, maybe even thirty years ago. But nowadays, it's we used to say F like, is, "What was it? Fudge." Like yeah. you'd say things like that, right? Well, Christmas story. Yeah, he goes well, I sugar. Only I didn't say fudge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I I think that the. Initial is far less aggressive than the four letters, right? But it means the, the same thing. It, it does mean the same thing, but the the sound at the end of it is what really brings it home, right? And to your point, we can say, oh, you know, you can't say blank that, but you can say F that, right? So it obviously has a great deal of impact. You say sugar. And, and you can't say to BYU, I think that I forget what the, you sign like a deal where you can't, here are the things you can't do. And if you get caught violating them, they can bounce you. 
So yeah, maybe you're right. he just wanted to make sure he didn't get bounced. Jorge? Yeah, I might as well say um, at, this, at this point, look, I, I have a five-year-old at home, and sometimes we're in the car, Brendan and I are talking about something, and we don't have the time to think, oh, I should have said, said sugar instead of front door. It happens. Right, of course. All right, so um, over the weekend, a someone posted about how his sister, who is a huge Oklahoma football fan, went to the game in Eugene – and was in the tunnel as USC was running off. I, I, I'm not clear if this was at halftime, if this was at the end of the game, but regardless, the, the USC is running through the tunnel, and she says, Boomer Sooner, traitor, to Lincoln Riley. And so she flew all the way to Oregon oh, just to this. troll. So this is top-tier trolling. Jorge, factor cap. Oh, yeah. The fact that you're driving all the way just so you can yell at one guy, yeah, I, lo- I love it. The f- and plus, she's a, a woman flying all the way there just to yell at this dude. Oh, I love this. Yes. Trev. Can, can you find something both deeply respected and ridiculous simultaneously? Is it okay to, to have hold those we contain uh, multitudes. contrary thoughts? <laughs> that she would spend her time, energy, and money to go do something that at the end of the day, Lincoln Riley had probably taken two more steps and he'd forgotten that that woman even exists, right? That he's got a Malibu beach house and millions of dollars. He's fine. Like, I don't think he feels like a traitor necessarily. But I respect the woman's hustle for making it happen. It's like both things at the same time. I'm watching the video right now. Fact for me, okay? It's not just top-tier trolling. This woman has some heart, some passion. Yeah, they were She cares. Um, She's in the literally in the tunnel way, Trav. So it's not even like she's a couple rows back in one of the seats. She's in the tunnel. She's close enough if she wanted to. Like he heard. No, she, no she's he close it. enough to basically touch Lincoln Riley. And she's coming with that left hand like this, and Lincoln Riley addresses <laughs> her right back. If you told me that somebody, and I almost feel like. Do it's, for, to Dean Spanos? Yes, it's a shame that I haven't had this opportunity. <laughs> but if you say, Alan, you could put yourself you in those shoes right there. Norman to do it. If that if I told you you got to spend your own money, okay. but you're going to get into the tunnel. Yep. Dean Spanos is coming, and I get off, to have, and you get to call him a name. My and God. he'll hear you, and he and he will definitely hear you. Yes. Yeah. That sounds like. Can somebody set like that up for me? That sounds amazing. <laughs> all right, <laughs> go to Vivid Seats and see what we can do for you. Um, all right. So uh, over the weekend, uh, Taylor Swift opened up her tour in uh, in South America and Argentina. And uh, Travis Kelsey on his bye week decided to be there. And her original words of this one song, Karma, was Karma is my uh, Karma is the guy on the screen coming straight home to me, which is reference to her old boyfriend of six years who was an actor. And so then she changed it to Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me. So I'm going to play the sound really quick and then I'll give you my statement. Cut. Karma is the guy on the screen coming straight home to me. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs. <laughs> All right, so that's the reaction, and there's videos of Travis Kelsey being super excited. So the my statement- fans reaction is yes. pretty comical, okay? The statement is, they are acting like high schoolers. Travis, factor cap. Taylor and Travis are acting like yes. high schoolers? Oh, fact. Yeah. Yeah. It's just- I feel like there's I, more that you want to let out. And, please. oh, wait, don't worry. She ran off the stage and kissed him in front of everybody. No, no, no. Please, Trev, <laughs> tell us how you feel over there. I think my face is more than enough. Uh, What's wrong? I, 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 I have hit my saturation point with this, and um, I believe that they're acting like high schoolers, including yep. the, let me run and give you a little. Was the kiss passionate, or was it just performative? It was like a kiss that you, uh, it, was not, it was just like lip to lip, holding hugging yeah. and then they separated okay. it was at 8 10 it was on the rundown <laughs> it was on the rundown uh, um i right, fact yes they're asking they're acting like high schoolers but i'm going to keep going back to this whether you and i like it or not which we clearly think this is just comical no cox comical puts a smile on my face we're talking about it again we're talking about it the crowd reaction was I'm only servicing the people who have tagged me in this all weekend, okay? People are expecting to hear me talk about this. The crowd reaction was middle school. I don't think we're the right people to ask the opinion on. M. Well, it's our show. We should probably be asked. No, 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 no. What what I'm saying is that- Which is why I'm asking you. But my point is is that what's your opinion on it? Do you think it's cheesy? Do you think it's like, oh my gosh, this is too much? But I've been around my friends who have just started dating people and they act the same way. And it's like people can be in this heat of like young love and want to 
be really cheesy together. And so I've experienced a lot with friends so that I'm I, I kind of roll my eyes at it. But is it if organic? People are happy. They're happy. Is it organic? I yes, I guess. I don't I, know. I don't care about them doing what they. It's the reaction that is so puzzling to me. Like they, they, did she change the lyrics or something? Whatever. That's kind of what she does. It's what, kind of it, funny though. It's, it's, it's like yeah. yeah. I, I, my, she actually doesn't change the lyrics. My often. complete disdain for this topic and not even the topic that's the wrong way to say my complete disdain for the sound that you played is the people squealing like four-year-olds because she said the guy playing for the chiefs great awesome so you think that the crowd is definitely acting like yes elementary no the crowd's reaction (laughs) screaming the way they were Uh, is yeah that's something else uh, just let them be like uh, at this point like we're gonna see it often people are gonna react to this stuff just you know uh, just let them be that'll be happy all right i had to get it in because people were asking me to talk i'm glad you got it in i just (laughs) that 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 elicits that kind of reaction is uh interesting the worst team in the NFL should probably fire their coach, right? Unless the coach is a legend. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Since nobody asked, I figure I might as well bring it up. Our picks against the spread over the weekend? Yeah, I got rocked. Yeah, ish. Sort of rocked. Rock, rocked to Jason. Not rock rocked. Yeah. You're all right. You got your four-point game. It's the only one I got. No, you only got yeah, your four-point game. Luckily. But you got your four-point game, so you have four. Uh, I finished in third. I actually picked three of four correct, but missed my four-point game. I've gotten SC wrong every week this year. I pick with them, they lose. I pick mm-hmm. against them, they cover. So that was the only one I missed. Uh, Jorge, you finished in second place this week. You had eight points. You went three and one. Emily also went three and one, but had it laid out in a much better order. You only missed your one point game, Em. Let's go. Nine points. So here's where we are uh, overall. So I'm back to last. So I got you to third place for one week. In last, again, mm-hmm. but not by much. Jorge's got the lead, 61. I'm in second, 57. M's in third again. She got back out of the cellar. She's at fifty-four, and then you're one point behind at fifty-three. 53? Yeah, we got some. Work so we're to do. we're all right. M, M, we got, got some work eight weeks left. Ten weeks into the books, mm-hmm. eight weeks left. Yeah, right. And Jorge's only eight eight points ahead. Yeah, that's nothing. That's one week. He got the uh, Niner one. The the Niner one. Everybody is, uh, was on the Niners except for you, Slee. Yeah. I think that was a low. I don't blame I don't you think, for that. I don't think I had much in that. I think I was my one. one. That was your one. Yeah, that was your one. They had Jacksonville had won five in a row. San Francisco had lost three in a row. Yep. It was in Jacksonville. So of course San Francisco won by 180 points. Yeah, it was good. That's was domination good. too. We need them to go on a on a clunker again so Jorge's four just keeps getting wiped. I I think actually it's gonna start working in his favor again. Unfortunately. Yeah, McCaffrey right. didn't score. His record, that the girl's his record. Okay, did you, what did Jeez. you guys think of that? Did you guys did you guys watch the end of that game? Yeah, where they were giving it to him four times in a row. So they're they're way up. The game has com- been completely decided. Yep. It's the last possession where Christian McCaffrey is going to be in the game, and they just keep feeding him, trying to get him that touchdown, and he didn't get in. I felt fine about it. I just knew that when they're forcing it, it's not going to happen. What's the, what was the score at that point? It was a blowout because yeah. the final score was a blowout. Yeah, I, I don't care for it. Like, if they don't give him the ball and just decide, hey, we got the W, this thing's over, let's just not worry about it, I'm final more okay with 34 that. Final score to 3. So, so, yeah, yeah, that's the final score. Yeah, I, I, I don't – not necessary. I You see this sometimes in the NBA as well where it's like the guy – and I get it. If the dude's got 45. Yeah. But if the, the squad is up 25 – 
I don't know if you want to keep but that guy. In. This is also like a historic record to score in 18 games in a row. It's pretty cool. Now, correct. I, I'm going by memory here. He already has the record, or he's he, tied with it. I don't, he's tied he it. Tied. I, he's I think tied. he's definitely he's tied. tied with it. He might have had it by. So he needed one he more game to be by himself. He okay, by himself. Then that's okay. Well, even if you had a 78-point lead with eight <laughs> seconds left in the fourth He quarter. was like, yeah, I'm a bum. Everyone else scored in this game. He said, I suck. Yeah, he, 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 every, other than him calling himself a bum, the, everybody else did score yeah. in that game. It was They, they looked like themselves all over I again. want to see a quote from him saying, I'm upset Debo's back. <laughs> so the Carolina Panthers have the worst record in the league. They're 1-8. and eight. Mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers do not have their own pick. The Houston Texans own their pick. So yep. right now, Houston. The Chicago is, Bears own their pick. Has, I'm sorry. Thank yeah. you. The Chicago Bears own their pick. You're right. So the Bears have their pick at one and eight. The Bears uh, are three and seven with their own pick. So they're in. They they would currently pick fifth. The Bears would. The team that would pick second if the season ended today are the New England Patriots, who are two and eight and a bad two and eight. Mm-hmm. They looked terrible their offense was nowhere they benched mac jones in germany yesterday he and the raiders beat him up uh, a couple of weeks ago they, they had the fake uh, spike they they exactly they they look not only are they not good they don't have a lot of good players their coaching staff is widely considered one of the weakest in the league as far as assistant coaches go bill belichick really has not been able to fix this team for the last multiple seasons along the way is it time for him to go? Because it, it it's bubbled up, right? I know they gave him an extension. I know that it's a multi-year extension. But Bob Kraft said yesterday, you know, I, I've been in this league 30 years. I've never been 2-7 and seven before. Hmm. Bill Belichick looks like he's not the guy that was the reason that thing went 20 years where they'd go to the Super Bowl every other year. Tom Brady was the answer. That decades-old question, hey, is it Brady or is it Belichick? And I think we all kind of said, oh, it's probably both. Well, Brady left or lean towards Belichick. I always lean towards coaches. Sure, Brady leaves, goes and wins the Super Bowl, and then goes to the playoffs again immediately. And 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 by the way, goes to the playoffs every year with Tampa. Like just, it's not even like he went to a franchise that is right. New England's been bad since he left, so that question feels like it's been answered. Could you really fire Bill Belichick? Okay, so I I think a couple things to this. What you're saying is because he did he signed a lucrative multi-year deal with the Patriots in the offseason do you want me to put that to the side because I, I the reason why I put it to the side is if they didn't just ink him to another deal I think the conversation has more strength behind it um, now could they easily in the offseason can Robert Kraft sit down Bill Belichick and say look we want to move in a different direction can we just figure out the financial stuff of this and then we could talk about how you're ready to to I don't think he's going to retire because he's he's got a record he's that he's trying Don to break Shula. right so I think he's got interest in in um I don't think the Patriots can fire him let's put it that way based off of these circumstances that are there I don't think they could fire him also what might not be a bad thing is like you said they're playing so bad they might be in a position where they could potentially draft Caleb Williams in x amount of months or whatever the case is I think that's also something to keep in mind but or to or fire May. to fire one of the absolute the greatest to do it, five super six. How many Super Bowls? Yeah. Six. He's got six Super Bowls. Six wins. Six wins in the Super Bowl. Nine not appearances. Nine appearances. Yep. Just wins. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it. I think it has to be one of those. Yeah, I'm. I'm okay with moving on rather than the owner coming in and telling him you got to go. I think you already missed the opportunity with Brady to retire in a Patriots uniform and so to have someone else that they can't, the two together, I think that they would hold on to Belichick longer than they should because they've already missed him the Brady. My question is, if they let him go, if they fire him, would somebody else want to hundred percent. Okay. He, he would be hired as quickly. However quickly he would want to get uh-huh. hired, that's how long it would take for her. Commanders, for get, bears, there, there would be chargers. a lot of people that want to hire him. No question about it. Panthers. I'm not saying that he would be out of work, but it doesn't work anymore, right? Clearly, this is an organization that is broken, that they don't draft particularly well. He puts his kids on the staff, his buddies on the staff. It's a bad staff. And it's one thing if you want to be doing that and you're still knocking around there they have the second worst team in the league on the heels of not being a particularly strong team last year on the heels of really falling off of a cliff pretty dramatically and he built it but it's he only, built it's it. he was, only he's also the gm it's almost 
the only thing going for them is that the heart is bad right now, but it's not by design. You know, we, we talk about... Yeah, they probably talk, aren't trying to tank. We, we talk about the Rams, and the Rams just kind of... There's probably a reason why they don't have a good backup quarterback. We talk about the Rams. There's probably a reason why they're not aggressive at the trade. Yeah, because losing is in their best interest at this point, but I don't know if that was ever the strategy for the Patriots. They're more following into it. The money part doesn't really... I would not put it to you this way. I would not be surprised if between now and the end of the season, if something doesn't come up, we've decided to mutually part ways. We've decided to, you know, I have a, a health issue. I uh, we're doing. You can say whatever you want. I want to, to take not a break. Call it a firing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Any of those things. And to Jorge's point, maybe he says, you know, to to sell this, I want to sit out a year and I'll wait and I'll come back because if you gave that guy. A Justin Herbert friend. The Chargers would be a lot better. We've heard that with rumor Bill by Belichick the way. That, that rumor has come he, up. He wants to. The, the Don Shula thing's interesting because Don Shula, when I was a kid watching the Dolphins, Don Shula was like, oh my gosh, that's Don Shula. Sure. Wow, Don Shula, right? One of the most successful coaches ever. And you watch, you're like, his teams kind of suck every year. What's you know what? Why are we talking about Don Shula like this? Because it, it had passed. It had happened. I got there too late. It wasn't that he wasn't a great coach. I just didn't see a whole heck of a lot of it. By the time I was aware of what was going on, the bloom was off the rose. It was like they they can't even win with Dan Marino. That's how bad this team is. Is that not a lot like this is going on with Belichick? Where it's like, look, I get it. It's Bill Belichick. I lived through this version of it. But you just watch that team. That's a terrible football team. So he's in his – Belichick is in his 24th season, and Shula did it in 31 years. Yeah. Oh, he's going to get the record. Yeah. He's not going unless, you know, knocking Unless he's averaging four wins a year, he's going to have We're, to coach for it. They're going to have to get hot to get four wins, Lee, because they got, they got two right now, and they haven't looked good they get in hot. a long time. Great Thursday night game coming up. Thursday night football has a new home, and it's the 909 Sports Bar at Yamaha Resort and Casino. Join Kaplan, DeMarco Farr, producer Lindsey Morales, and the 710 Funny Games Department this Thursday night for a party, party, oh, party. Giving away $1,000 every Thursday night. That's this Thursday from 4 to 7 at the 909 Sports Bar. Win cash and watch football. And it's the Bengals and the Ravens. It's a good game. I'll take that. that. that that's a really, oh, yeah, I'll take now, that. It's, These teams don't a, like each other. Well, Thursday night, so the game, like the, the quality of play will be sloppy because they usually are, but it'll be close. Okay, but you'll be good. You are a good example of this. You watch Thursday night games. Every, every single one. I don't, unless yeah. it's a good matchup. We got a good matchup. Lakers made a change to the starting lineup, and all is right with the world. Maybe. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 